0: Enjoy the show. Beaming at you from the depths of the internet. This
1: is the Temple of Geek Talkcast, your one stop for all things geek.
2: All things geek.
1: This is the Temple of Geek Talkcast, episode 30, Conquests. I am your host, Daniel. And on today's episode, we talk about a couple of conventions that we went to this past weekend. Joining me from the Temple of Geek are Marcus and Katie. Welcome.
0: Hello.
1: who? Why are y'all laughing? It's it's a con <laughs> episode. Conquest. I don't.
0: Conquest. Con you all
1: are laughing.
0: Con. <laughs> and moving on.
1: So conventions. Marcus and I went to Geek Fest in Colleen, while uh, Katie, you were visited D twenty three. Let's start with you because that one sounds more interesting.
0: D twenty three, yeah, it was it was really great this year. It was bigger than, apparently, it was bigger and better than the year before that. Um, it's a convention that only happens every two years.
1: So, for those who don't know what D twenty three is, can you explain what it is, what it's all about, <laughs> how often it is, where it goes, what it does, who it is, who it be?
0: Okay, the D twenty three Expo is the Disney Expo that's hosted by Disney in anaheim california at the anaheim convention center across the street from disneyland uh it only happens every two years uh this is their fourth i believe it's their this was their fourth convention so far um what they do is they use d23 in order to and make big announcements so for this year it was the new park that's happening in shanghai disney so they talked about They had a huge Shanghai Disney exhibit with all the attractions and everything that they're going to be opening there. They bring TV shows, future movies, Pixar's there. They have um, Disney Animation Studios, Uh, Marvel was there, Star Wars. The list is endless for the different things that they have that you can experience. They have panels like any other convention. They have exhibits, vendors, uh, exclusive merchandise that you can only purchase at D23 that will not be released to the public for a very long time afterwards um, I don't know what else you want me to say <laughs> amazing yeah um, it's great so
1: there was panels yes. uh, what panels did you get to, to visit I you got to visit the ones that we care about right like uh, Marvel and, and Star Wars because those lines were not long at all right
0: The lines were actually horrendous (laughs) this year. It was a very different experience, according to my sister who went last year, uh, two years ago. Um, It was significantly busier, um, not anywhere to the level of Comic-Con, but it was significantly busier and they were allowing people to sleep outside. So unfortunately, I didn't get the opportunity to go to the really big, important panels because I didn't want to sleep outside. However,
1: However, I did
0: have people on the inside, so I do know what happened.
1: Well, what happened? So
0: one of the big panels was the Galaxy and Universes panel, which was the one where they had Star Wars and Marvel. So they talked about, for Marvel, they talked about Captain America Civil War. They had uh, Anthony Mackie showed up, the director, and Chris Evans. They showed an exclusive clip and some footage from Captain America Civil War and I believe the first trailer. They talked about uh, a little bit about the movie and a little bit about who's on whose team. Um, and apparently the clip was hilarious, and it had Ant-Man in it.
1: So, do we know who's on whose team?
0: Um, yes, I believe so. Uh, I do know for sure that, uh, Hawkeye is on Captain America's team, and, uh, Black Widow is on, uh, Tony's team, so with Iron Man, because there was a little, in the exclusive clip, they met up for the first time since they started picking sides and they asked like, is this going to hurt our relationship? And like, she asked him that and he goes, well, it depends on how hard you hit me. And then you just hear the sound of somebody getting punched in the face. <laughs> <laughs> um, The other big announcement that happened was in relation to star Wars is that the uh, Bob Iger, who's the president of the Walt Disney Corporation, he announced that a 14-acre expansion was going into Disneyland Resort that would be a Star Wars land. That was the big, huge announcement in relation to Star Wars. So several years from now, Disneyland will have a 14-acre Star Wars land that will include two attractions, uh, Jabba's Cantina, right? Yes. Yes, Jabba's Cantina
1: Jabba's Palace, Jabba's Cantina. Yes,
0: that will be in that land. And I also found out where it's going. So it's not... So it's not
1: coming to Texas?
0: No, I'm sorry. (laughs) 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 They're opening one at Disneyland Park, and then there's going to be one at Walt Disney World at Hollywood Studios.
1: Because I can guarantee if it was in Texas, I'd be there every weekend. I'm sure.
0: There's a lot of mixed emotions in relation to the opening of that new land. Some people are happy, some people are skeptical as to how they're going to do it, um, and some people are not happy.
1: Well, I feel as long as George Lucas has nothing to do with it...
0: <laughs> I don't think he will.
1: We'll be okay. Uh,
0: I'm pretty sure that it's all going to be... The Disney Imagineers are pretty great. They do amazing things with what they have to work with, so I'm sure it will be wonderful. Um, I don't know how I feel about the location it's going, but because it's not going to be in Tomorrowland. Because there was a lot of like the rumor mill has been churning since. You know, okay, I do have to ask a question. Yes.
1: Why would you want it in Tomorrowland? Because that's when it's a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. So that was Tomorrowland <laughs> is over here. Long time ago is over there.
0: So that was one of the questions as to where the location was going to be. Because um, I don't know if you guys have ever been to Disneyland. There isn't a lot of room left.
1: Yes, I remember that.
0: There's not. So the question was, is the location, where is it going to go? Where do they have the room for it? Um, I actually got into an argument with somebody over it. Because he thought he was right. Turns out he was wrong. So in your face. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But... In your
1: face, too, we don't know.
0: (laughs) Exactly. So they thought that it was going to go in Tomorrowland because Star Tours is already there. They have the Jedi Training Academy already in Tomorrowland. So it would seem the most obvious place to put it because they were going to... There's been rumors talking about getting rid of Finding Nemo Submarines and Autopia. And there's more than enough room there to put Star Wars land. But it turns out that it's actually going to be going... It's called the Festival Arena and Big Thunder Ranch. That's the location it's going. It's going behind Thunder Mountain between Frontierland and Fantasyland. I'll write an article and put the map in there.
1: Okay. Because
0: <laughs> if you don't know any of that. But that's where it's going.
1: I don't know any of that. Yeah.
0: Um,
1: my, see, my, favorite, my favorite Disney park has always been Disney World in Florida.
0: Okay. Well, they're going to put was... one in Hollywood Studios around where Star Tours is already currently located. Well, oh, that's cool. Yeah. So they have the room in Florida to expand. Whereas at Disneyland, they're kind of limited, even though they just bought um, a new section of property. And well, I know it's
1: because it's Disneyland, you know, it's small. Yeah. And then you got Disney World, which encompasses <laughs> big space.
0: But on top of that, they're also doing um, so right now, Innoventions is closed. Uh, when it reopens, the top floor, it's a two-story building, top floor is going to be the Marvel meet-and-greet location. So they're going to have all the Marvel characters you can meet. Iron Man, Hawkeye, Thor. Captain so
1: Spider-Man. question about that. Yes. Is Universal Studios getting ready to lose their deal with Marvel?
0: They already did, pretty much.
1: So they they lost the Marvel Park and all that?
0: It's still there, but I think they have to pay royalties and slowly phase it out, is what I think is happening. Because the Disneyland huh. has already had a meet-and-greet location with thor and captain america for the past several years but they're doing renovations to currently change interventions to it's going to be called the uh avengers tower as far as i understand That's and it will have more meet and greets with uh the other marvel characters and spider-man possibly it's very possible and uh the bottom floor is going to be called the star wars launch pad so they're going to have every... It's kind of going to be what is called the Blue Sky Cellar. The Blue Sky Cellar was where they showed... Uh, they had previews of all the stuff that was going to happen in the park. So when they did redid California Adventure, they had you know previews of Cars Land and Buena Vista Street. So uh-huh. the Star Wars launch pad is supposed to have things like that. Like what's going to be put into Star Wars Land. And then they're also doing a Star Wars like celebration thing.
1: They've always done Star Wars Celebration. Uh, at
0: at the park. So Tomorrowland's oh. going to have a, a Star Wars overlay for a span of time. And Space Mountain is going to get a hyperspace update. So Say what? it'll be... Uh, they're going to update it with Star Wars-related things for the Star Wars Celebration. So, like, during Halloween, they do Ghost Galaxy. So they make it, like, really scary. And they change the music and put projections. So it'll be something uh-huh. similar to that.
1: That's cool. But Star Wars-related. So... Orlando Bloom is coming back, I hear, to the yes.
0: They announced the new Pirates movie. Uh, I forget what it's called.
1: <laughs> Dead men tell no tales. Yes, so
0: Pirates four. Uh, Johnny Depp so graciously showed up as Captain Jack Sparrow, and they announced that uh, Orlando Bloom will be reprising his role as Will Turner and will return. Uh, will return in the movie.
2: So how are they going to do about, I, well, I don't know. What about Miss Swan?
0: I don't know if Kira Knightley's coming back to reprise her role either. I have
1: Orlando Bloom can only walk on land every ten years, so
0: it's supposed to be a ten years into the future is what it's going to be. I'm pretty sure so it's that's gonna what's be going like
2: like a one day type well, I mean, I guess you don't know, but I imagine like a one day type uh like a film that's recorded over one day. you know
0: it could be possible. I mean, like' because you just can't only touch land every ten years, so that doesn't mean that they won't have like some sort of water.
2: Awesome
1: sea battles.
0: Stuff like that. So that's what I heard that's going to happen. That was also, I believe at that panel as well. The second large panel that occurred was the Walt Disney animation studios and Pixar panel where they talked about all the brand new movies that are coming out within, Probably within the next like five years or so. They talked about toy story four is coming out.
1: Incredibles two.
0: Incredibles two. And they talked about the first Polynesian princess film. Called Moana, which I didn't get to see the preview for it, but I saw some of the concept art, and it looks really great. And one of the voices is The Rock, so who who showed up to the panel as well? He fits the part. Yes, he's supposed to play Maui. The um, he's supposed to be a Polynesian a god.
1: Now, did we get to see any of the Jungle Book or? Through the Looking Glass or anything like that?
0: They had an exhibit for Alice in Wonderland Through the Looking Glass. So that is another movie that's coming out. Um, But I think that's live action. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. They had some stuff in an exhibit for it. So there was a bunch of... uh, They had different activities that you could do. They were giving out different things. I got a headband that looked like the Queen of Hearts hair. (laughs) That's cool. So they had different stuff. They also talked about uh, Zootopia, which is the new film that's coming out through Walt Disney Animation Studios. Um, That movie looks really great. Um,
1: And I hear we got a first look at the cast from Star Wars Rogue One.
0: Yes. They announced the full official cast. Awesomeness. Um, There were some other movies that I can't think of.
1: So, is this your first time going to a D twenty three convention? It
0: was my first time. Uh, is,
1: it, is this your first convention ever? No. So, how would this compare to other conventions? Um. And is this something you would like to go back to? I would like. Is this to... your favorite convention?
0: <laughs> it is not. Um, what? <laughs> no. Um, well, I go to Supernatural convention every year, and I have been for the past four years. Okay. So, I really like that convention. Um, I liked this one because, I mean, I'm I like Disney, so it was great. Um. It wasn't like wasn't put together all that well. Um, there were things about it that were kind of frustrating because D twenty three has a membership program that you can join, so um, it's not just like the convention itself. D twenty three Disney Disney twenty three is an entire thing all by itself. Okay, um, and they're the ones who put on this convention, so you can actually join up as a member of Disney twenty three. And, uh, it helps get you more perks and more benefits. So you can be a gold member. And I think there's like another level as well. And then there's just everybody else.
1: And then there's everybody else, the minions,
0: the minions. Yeah. So, um, I was a little frustrated about the lines. Like that was the problem. Um, there were a lot of, I waited two and a half hours and a line to get into the Disney store. That's (laughs) not, bad. that was ridiculous. That's not bad it was ridiculous. I waited then, in line
1: for five hours for Stanley.
0: That's <laughs> worth it though because I didn't end up buying anything because what I wanted was sold out fifteen minutes before I even got into the store.
2: Oh yeah <laughs> yeah it was
0: it was it was frustrating um but I had a good time I mean, I had a really good time there was a lot of stuff to see and a lot of things to do. Um, I got my hair done like Tinkerbell, and that was free, so I just had to wait in line and they did my I got a Tinkerbell bun. Um, I got to go to the once a time once upon a time panel, like I actually went to that one.
1: Did you record anything? I
0: took pictures. It was great. They showed the first minute of the first episode of season five
1: the first minute
0: the first minute of the episode and then they also showed the gag reel from season four and the behind the scenes exclusive footage from the dVD set, but it's out now, so like now everybody gets to see it. Um, But they talked about... They had um, the two show creators. They came and they talked about different stuff about the show, about the costumes, about the direction of the show, the possibility of other characters coming back. Um, Because this panel was called An Evening with Snow White and the Evil Queen. Uh So they had Jennifer Goodwin, who plays Snow White, and uh, Lana Parala, who plays the Evil Queen. And then um, randomly halfway through the panel, her... Uh, Prince Charming showed up, Josh Dallas, who is also Jennifer Goodwin's husband in real life. He showed up, and we got to hear different things from them.
1: That's cool. Anything spoiler-ish?
0: Well, this coming season, you're going to have... uh, They're introducing new characters, so Merida's joining the cast. Um, So there will be a storyline that has to do with Merida, and possibly other people from the Brave film. So possibly we could see her mother, her dad, or maybe her brother's. Um, and then they're also adding a quest to Camelot. So they're in search of Merlin. So we're going to see Merlin, King Arthur, uh, Lancelot, Guinevere, and they're going to go to Camelot. Oh,
1: that's cool. Still have not watched the show yet.
0: That's okay. I,
1: I promise I'll watch it.
0: It's really good. I'm, I'm, I'm re-watching, getting caught up on shows. I'm rewatching season three right now. It's wonderful. But the panel was great. I enjoyed myself. I got a stage pass, so I got it was guaranteed a seat because they have fast passes for stores and fast passes for shows.
1: So you didn't have to wait in line for that.
0: Oh no, I waited an hour and a half in the line, but I was guaranteed a seat. Well, that's not bad.
1: An hour yeah. and a half is worth it. You got to see a panel.
0: Yeah, I got, I mean, it was, I was guaranteed a seat. So that was what it was worth. It was worth it to have that pa- to have that pass. But I think the only other thing that I really, that I, I really, really, truly enjoyed was they had the Walt Disney archives were there. Uh huh. And they had um, an exhibit that was the Disneyland archive. So they had uh, the first ticket from uh, Disneyland Park. They had Walt Disney's first name tag. They had old pieces of attractions and different things like that. So I got to go in there and go look at all of that. And that was really great.
1: That's cool.
0: 60 years of history. So that was really cool. Um, I think there was other stuff that happened, I'm sure.
1: Now, you went all three days, right?
0: I did go all three days. Cool.
1: Marcus! Marcus! Yes. You went to a convention on Saturday. No. Yeah. <laughs> it was called CTC's Geek Fest, located in Colleen, Texas. Yes, it was. Can you tell me about that convention?
2: Well, how would, I mean, would you like to tell us about that convention? Oh, yeah, I forgot. <laughs> I went to that too.
1: <laughs> so, Marcus and I went to a convention called the CTC Geek Fest. It was located in Colleen, Texas. Uh, we, it, was, it went on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday as well. We only went on Saturday. It's a smaller convention. It's hosted at a local college. Yep. And uh it's interesting.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it was a lot better than you than than you played it out to. Last
1: year I did not have fun there. I did not have fun at all. I'm not, I'm going to be on the record if anybody who went to CTC Geek Fest and is offended by this, I apologize. I just did not have fun last year. <coughs> and this year I had actually a good time well that's good we walked in and uh one of the first things we did was we saw a table for a celebrity that was there
2: the celebrity <laughs> was
1: not at the table
2: unfortunate
1: the celebrity's name was dana he
2: yes
1: now is that for those of you who don't know who dana he is dana he is a martial arts expert and is also a olympic gold medalist she was in mortal combat conquest it was a tv series um which i got autographed I also got a picture of her autographed. So yeah, I got an autograph, um, two, di- two different autographs from her. So she was really cool, really fun. She took pictures with me and Marcus. She talked a little bit. We also talked to her manager about doing a potential interview with her. Um, so hopefully one day when she contacts me, we will get something set up so we can interview this. Um, one of the other things that we did uh, was we – I don't know what you call it. Marcus and I were like – we were in – the vendor area where we were just kind of sitting and relaxing. I was getting some cameras set up so we could try to do a periscope there. And uh, we got contacted by this guy to meet him at this, this, this room. So we go and meet him at the room and we got suckered into a, uh, a talk. Now, I say suckered in because I didn't know anything about this talk. I didn't know anything about this little this discussion that was going on. But it ended up being really cool. Um, the guy's name who was given the uh, the panel was named Ari Marmel, who is an author of several different books. And he's also, what, he writes stories for like uh, Dungeons, not Dungeons and Dragons, but what was that game you were talking about?
2: Uh, he wrote a prequel story to uh, Darksiders, the video game.
1: Now, Marcus really got into this. He was asking him questions and stuff, and he said there was a couple questions he didn't get to ask him.
2: Uh, yeah, I, I actually I really wanted to talk to him uh, more in relation to Darksiders, just because I I totally enjoyed that game. But I I did we we did get to talk to him a lot though about doing research and 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 basically uh, how you would plan out a uh, a fictional story and how much and how little you should do research for specific things. <laughs> So it was it was definitely a very interesting conversation that it was like um stumbling into a gym.
1: It was an hour of time that we got to spit with something that was turned out to be really cool. Um matter of fact, I'm, one of the books that he wrote uh is about the 1930s gangsters and I'm trying to get a hold of a copy of that book cuz it sounds really interesting. So then from there we kind of walked around a little bit from the convention like i said it wasn't very big there was you know there are a lot of little classes it was all held in classrooms at a college so there was things like a lot of board games going on we talked to a lot of people playing different types of games like uh and dragons there was i can't even name all the games that was going on there's a room where there was this video game land together uh what was that called I can't remember for the life of me something Pegasus or something like that. I don't know some space game where a bunch of people are basically on on either side of the room and they're they control different parts of the ship and they have to beat the other team. So that seems really cool. Um, and then we met this uh, this uh, lady who does a podcast and she gave a podcast panel. So we sat through the podcast panel and just kind of learned a little bit about podcasting. And she kind of called us out a couple times and let everybody know that we were, we were already podcasters. <laughs> so which turned out to be really cool because after that panel was over with we met her boyfriend and her boyfriend was like are you the guys that wrote that article about the bit bar and i was like <laughs> yeah And they're like yeah that article went viral on facebook i'm like well it got 700 something views i wouldn't say viral but yeah thanks man He was like yeah yeah i wanted to know who the heck the temple of geek was <laughs> we are us so yeah it was really cool um yeah, not much really happened. The vendors was pretty cool. I mean, there was an artist alley where there was a bunch of artists. Uh, I didn't allow Marcus to proper time to acquire artwork.
0: How dare
2: you!
1: And I bought a couple Nintendo games. Um,
2: yeah, I think that was like the first convention I didn't buy any anything at.
0: But
1: all in all, it wasn't it wasn't really bad. I mean, it wasn't as big as D twenty
2: three. Um, no. <laughs> and I didn't win my free tattoo.
1: Yeah, he did. Marcus has signed up for That's a free tattoo. He didn't win it. He was trying to get GLaDOS tattooed on his back.
2: <laughs> Something. I mean, that that would be kind of cool if I consider that.
1: Now, the cool thing is I just got confirmation yesterday that Temple of Geek has been invited as press to Amazing Houston.
2: Yeah. On March,
1: <laughs> on March 4th. I'm sorry, not March. Holy crap. On September, September 4th through September
0: 6th. Nice. So.
1: That's exciting. In two weeks, we will be at another convention, and we will hope to bring you some more
2: cool pictures and things from the con. And if you go to PaydayCon, send us everything. (laughs) I'm going to
0: NerdCon in Escondido on Saturday also. I don't know what's going to happen there.
1: Now, what is NerdCon? Is that like a nerd HQ?
0: No, I don't think so. I, I honestly don't know. Like, my friend invited me. There's a lot of... I guess their big thing is cosplay.
1: Okay, well, cool. Let me tell you something. Smaller conventions that you never heard anything of, usually you have the best times. Yeah. Marcus and I, we, we we found... Marcus, Jeff, and I went to... HeroCon. HeroCon in Austin. Okay. It was our first time. We walked in. We didn't know what to expect, and it turned out to, we had a blast. And now, HeroCon is one of our big friends on Twitter. So
0: that's awesome. No, they're gonna have. Let's see what's gonna happen there. Cosplaying, gaming, comics, art, anime, tech. That's what it says. It's only one day.
1: That's how HeroCon was. It was only one day on Saturday. Yeah, so
0: they're gonna have cosplaying contests, game competitions, art galleries, some panels, demonstrations, workshops, and more. I got invited. So
1: yeah, have fun. Amazing Houston. We're gonna be seeing. Um, a bunch of uh, comic book creators, Rob Leefield, John Ramada Jr., Mark Begley. Awesome. Uh These guys are the guys that draw Spider-Man, have created like Deadpool and things like that. So I'm really, really excited about going to this convention, especially for Rob Leefield. <laughs> you hear it first, Rob. I'm coming for you. Are
2: you first. <laughs> and again, please send us everything. You go to payday <laughs> All right, guys. Do you all have
0: anything else you all wanted to say about
1: conventions or anything like that? Payday con.
0: (laughs) I was reading about some other new stuff that's happening that they announced, if you want me to add that in. What did they announce? Um, Well, there was another panel called uh, Walt Disney Parks and Resorts. And on top of Star Wars land, they're in Florida. They're adding a Toy Story land that will have three attractions. Um, Rivers of Lula, just kidding, that's totally the wrong thing. Um, They have a family friendly roller coaster that has to do with Slink, the Slinky Dog, and then an Alien Saucers attraction, and then including Toy Story Mania. So they're adding two additional attractions on top of Toy Story Mania. And then, if you were so excited, I don't know how you guys feel about this, but um, at Disney's Animal Kingdom, they're going to be opening Pandora the world of Avatar, <laughs> and that will have um, a couple of attractions added.
1: I didn't realize that was a Disney. Movie. I
0: didn't either. So apparently, yeah, it is. So they're huh. working with James Cameron to bring a couple of new attractions in the world of Avatar to life. The last two things that they announced was that Soren over California is now getting an official update. It's going to become Soren over the world, both in Florida and in California, which they're currently. Filming or they filmed and will be updating both attractions um, to now go from being just a California thing to being, uh, they'll show different things around the world. And then they're going to be opening Iron Man. It says Iron Man unveiled for Hong Kong Disneyland. So they're going to have uh, an Iron Man experience with an attraction. So it'll be the very first Marvel attraction at a Disney park and that will be in Hong Kong. And they'll also have kind of a Stark Expo kind of thing going on there. Dude, I'm jealous. I want to go to China. And that's it. I did a periscope of um, Shanghai Disney and people were just ecstatic. Like there were a lot of views on that one when I was walking through the exhibit. And it. I want to go there. No joke. Like, so bad. It looks amazing.
1: Well, guys, that's going to do it for this episode of the Temple of Geek podcast. I would like to thank Marcus and Katie for joining me on this episode's discussion. Please stay tuned to thetempleofgeek.com for the next all-new episode. And as always, thanks for listening. Please follow us on Twitter at Temple of Geek. Follow us on Facebook
0: at facebook.com slash Geek. And remember to visit thetempleofgeek.com. Your one-stop for all things
1: geek. Bye-bye. This will conclude our transmission.